You know there's a way for nurses to start a business, but there's so many moving pieces. Cut through the crap. It's time to go right to the source and get real about what's working in business and marketing for nurses with your host, the founder of Nursepreneurs, Katie Harris. Hi, it's Katie Harris, and this is an episode of the Nursepreneur Podcast. Today we have Sandra Pagenta from Dr. Nurse Podcast. Thank you so much for being on with us today. Thanks for having me on, Katie. I'm so excited to go just dive right in. <laughs> I know, me too. Uh, I, I was on uh, Sandra's Dr. Nurse podcast before, and we had so much fun. And I was like, oh my gosh, we need to talk again. And I need to introduce my audience to you because you were amazing. <laughs> so why don't you start off by telling us a, a little bit about your background as a nurse? All right. So in 2004, um, I graduated from high school and went right into the BSN bachelor's program at the University of Florida. I graduated in 08 with my bachelor's in nursing. Um, and like every good nurse hit the pavement, got a job as a RN on a med surge oncology floor. They always um, push the med surge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, what is so funny to tell your listeners, I wanted to be an OR nurse and I felt like that was my calling and I ignored it because I bought this lie that I needed to go pay my dues to uh, the med surge gods, I guess. Um, <laughs> and I needed to, um, to you know, learn all the skills that you can only learn, only learn on med surge. Um, and come to find out that is a true falsehood. Um, and I had an absolutely um, terrible first nursing job experience. Um, and so I worked med surge for two years and I'll explain to your listeners why it was miserable because I think it helps people to understand you are not alone. Um, but I was actually involved in a medication error as a brand new nurse. And a lot of people don't like to talk about that. They're like, no, I didn't come in. I've been perfect. I didn't ever, never made any sins. Um, and so, yeah, I made a mistake. I had uh, made a medication error with actually another nurse. We'd both checked the medication off and checked it wrong. We both did the error. Um, and I went in and long story short, it ended up being that the patient got the wrong medication and I actually found out my own error and I reported it to my nurse manager. Um, I let her know. I said, I think we made a mistake here. I rectified it. I made sure that the doctors knew. I went and told the patient. Um, and long story short, um, this whole thing is probably why the hospital ended up implementing a whole nother change, a whole change in how they delivered medication. Um, I ended up being involved in, you know, um, a deposition where we had to talk about what happened and all that jazz. Um, but in the meantime, when I was working with my um, nurse manager, working through this, um, I was getting bullied really, really bad. She was very upset with me and the mistake that I had made. And um, it was a really bad experience because a lot of the nurses were unkind to me, um, despite the fact that I felt like I was being honest. I thought I, I reported the mistake. I did all these things and I thought this is what you're supposed to do. It shouldn't be punitive whenever you come forward and you say something. So um, that really opened my eyes. It really let me start to kind of see, whoa, like 
I mean, because <laughs> the only thing the only thing the other nurses learned was don't report the error, <laughs> right? And that's actually what one of them said to me. She's like, so I kind of learned something here today. Um, so yeah, that was my first experience as an RN, and it was pretty tough. Um, I was actually enrolled in my master's degree at the time when this happened as well. Um, and so it helped me work really hard at my master's degree when this happened. And so, yeah, I, I graduated um, in 2012 with my master's degree. I worked PRN um, part-time as a nurse while I finished up. I ended up having to leave the floor because it was just such a, a toxic environment. Um, and so I had been jaded after I had come forward and said that it was almost like I couldn't get away from that um, experience, despite how good of a nurse I was, no matter what I did, that was how I ended up getting deemed. So I ended up moving on, finding other nursing jobs, having great experiences after that. Um, still that love for the operating room kept calling, um, but I just moved on. And so I got my master's degrees in 2012 um, in nursing as an adult nurse practitioner. Um, I finished up my, um, yeah, I finished that in 2012 with the University of Florida. And then I uh, went to work as a nurse practitioner in gastroenterology. So I did that. Um, and again, it was kind of that first job, take it, just be glad somebody wants you take the job. So I did. And so I worked there, uh, for four years, put my head down, did whatever my, my chief told me to do, go work that clinic. I would do it, whatever I wanted to do. I, whatever he wanted me to do, I did it. So fast forward into my fourth year at this time, um, I decided, uh, that it was time to get the doctorate. So I worked for the University of Florida as a GI nurse practitioner, and part of one of the benefits, I don't know if people know this, but if you work in the um, academic setting, one of your benefits is that they pay for your college credits. So I did not know this, but I discovered it, and I was like, wait a minute, they'll pay for my doctorate? Like, what? So I quickly joined, signed up, um, and that was year two of that job. So here I am year four, I'm finishing the doctorate. Um, and my boss calls me into the office and he goes, so you're great. We love you. I'm like, okay. And he's like, but we don't have space for you. You're going to get fired in four months. I was like, what? what? I'm losing my job. What? So here I am finishing my doctorate and now losing my job. So I, I, at this point, I'm like, oh my goodness, why is this happening? And he tells me that they didn't manage the finances correctly. And basically, um, I was not generating enough revenue to be seen as profitable. And I'm like, but I'm doing everything you're asking me to do. And again, this is me being naive and just trusting them and not realizing that I needed to be figuring out what my value and my worth was at this job instead of just trusting. Because when you're a nurse and you're in that mindset, you're factored into the cost of the room, right? Even the acute care practitioner. nurse practitioners are factored into the cost of the room. You know, like they don't have that that um, exposure that family or an adult nurse practitioners do. You're really tied to the bottom line. Yeah, yeah. And so that's what ended up happening. So I ended up losing my job. Um, and that was pretty painful because I'd never been fired from a job before. Um, and so I, yeah, it was the best thing that ever happened to me that was the bottom line It's that when he let me go, I realized how valuable my experience was, what I was bringing to the table. And I ended up getting a bunch of job offers after that happened. And 
then I was like, well, now what do I want to do? I said, that love for the OR called again. And so I said, I'm going for it. So I signed up to take a first assist um, OR job in neurosurgery. Um, I believe you have some experience in that. And so, um, yeah, so I took that job and I was going, I was moving. Um, and then I got called to the job that I currently have now. Um, I got another job offer in between going to this other job and it was doing urologic procedures. So it was being, um, doing cystoscopies, doing prostate biopsies. I'll do remove bladder tumors from people's bladders. So um, this job was offered to me as I was moving to Jacksonville. So there was this kerfuffle of what am I doing? I'm switching again. And so I switched and I took this job and I helped doctors in the operating room. I've done vasectomies. I've helped with uh, circumcisions. It's just been the best job. So um, yeah. And then um, I had my son, um, which again, we both share a, a, a solo son um, situation and the only boy. And, um, yeah, I took a part-time position at my current job. I stepped down from full-time work and I did part-time and then I decided that I wanted to build something for myself. So my whole career has been these little moments of, you know, again, doing the med search thing, working in the hospital, learning about creating your own value when you work someplace, um, finding something that I really enjoy. That's really been, uh, where I should have been all along, which is in that in that procedure operating room setting, um, and now wanting to cultivate something that's mine that I can enjoy. That's my little passion project, which is the Doctor Nurse Podcast. So, um, yeah, that little that that little podcast is just my little moments of conversations with people where I give nurses a platform to share their journeys. Just like I just kind of briefly summed up my journey. Um, I want nurses to get on and, and see that these little micro decisions, these little micro moments in their careers um, are just beautiful. And this is beautiful journey. So I, yes. no, I love it. <laughs> I, I love that you got back to the operating room because when you first mentioned that, I was like, you know, was, I'm like hoping that you get into the operating room at some point. <laughs> Uh, the, the dream, you know, you want to realize those dreams that you have. Um, so th that's awesome. And so at what point, so you went part-time and at this point you have your son, you're part-time. Did you wake up one day and just say, well, I, I guess I'll just start a podcast or like, how did that come about? That's a good question. Um, you know, it's not as cool as your story of like having a dream, right? Like you had a dream <laughs> that you were going to be a nurse. So it, it wasn't that I just had this desire to help nurses because one of the things that I, they would always ask me is like, well, how did you get here? Right. Like, I don't know. I just like <laughs> kept working. I don't know. Like I, I just, <laughs> I just I didn't know. I didn't have the answer. Um, and it's because I really never looked back at my journey to kind of see like, oh, I guess I was being intentional, even though at the moment in the, in the, in, at the moment, I was like, I'm getting fired. I don't know how I'm being intentional, but I think it was just those little tiny micro decisions of keeping, keeping an awareness of where my, where my dreams were kind of like you, what you said, like, I hope you made it back to the, like to the OR, that was your dream, you know? And so I think that that's one of the things that, as I talk to nurses and I have these conversations with them, 
they have those same types of whisperings of the soul of like <laughs> you know and, and we ignore them we rationalize them out we um we splice them away with with uh obligation and duties and all these different things and so what i wanted to do and, and the moment that i had i just said i just want to talk to that people and figure out how did you get here and what was your intentions throughout that process and that journey and so i decided a podcast would be a good way to do it my husband says i have the gift of gab which pretty sure is a positive thing might not be um <laughs> he's like you talk a lot so um he's like i think you'd be good at just talking with people so i said okay all right i'll take that and um yeah i just decided one day i would just go for it what am i waiting for um and so yeah i just again i actually started interviewing people in november um of 20 i think i launched in 2021 yeah um 2020 and then it took me almost five months to get up the cojones to just do it and just post it. Cause I was like, is it good? Should I re-record? I was like, no, what, what time, what better time than just now? Just do it. Right. Right. No, I, I love that story because, you know, and the statement, what am I waiting for? Because that's something that a lot of us, I don't think really ask. Like I, I almost, and just from personal experience, for 20 years, I felt like I was waiting for somebody to give me something and it never kind of came or what they were offering is not what I wanted. Um, and it, I can't pinpoint a moment exactly where I'm like, all right, I'm not getting what I want. Maybe I need to just go get it <laughs> instead. Um, and, yeah. And that's, that's kind of a, it was a really significant mind shift. Um, so I love that, you know, you had that, like, what am I waiting for? I'm just going to go do this because putting together a podcast, um, I mean, it might be fun to tinker in it, but it can become work very quickly. Um, and that's where I think a lot of people kind of fall off the map. Um, so what was it that kind of uh, drove you to keep going? So um, one of them has been, getting people's feedback that it's helpful that helps me like keep going because you're right it does become work people don't realize like they hear the podcast and they're just like oh that's just a podcast it's out it's something to listen to but it's like no that was hours of editing hours of our time that we spent talking there was time where i had to like research where the person's from come up with the questions. I actually do a little bit of background research when I see people too, because I'm like, I need to come educated before I go in and have a conversation with them because I'm meeting strangers. I don't know these people. I've never met them. And so I'm meeting strangers and having conversations. So I need to sound educated. So I spend some backstory. I do a lot of extra work behind the scenes that doesn't get reported on the podcast, but I love it. I truly enjoy having these conversations and getting the feedback that this helped me or that when people have said you inspired me to go and open up my own business i was like what i did my pot no 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 like you know like i think back to all that life behind me and i'm like that's not the girl that's doing that. <laughs> um and so but that's the stuff that keeps me going is that the knowing that there's people that are looking for me to provide that information for them for them excuse me <clears throat> and that there is um, some benefit being 
coming from it. And so as long as that's the case, I'll keep coming. I'll keep showing up. Um, is kind of how I look at it. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I think another kind of mental obstacle that a lot of people go through is, you know, somebody else is already doing it or somebody else can do it better or nobody's listening to me and that, that kind of stuff. So do you worry about those things or? Katie, I love that question. <clears throat> I love it. And the reason why I love it is because you have those thoughts all the time, Yeah. but there's only one you, there's only one Katie Harris. There's only one Dr. Katie Harris. There's only one Dr. Pagenta. There's only one of us. And so you're going to do certain things differently than I'm going to do it. And even though we might be in the same space and we might be talking about the same things, we're talking about them in different ways. And something will resonate with someone if, as, as like based on how you say it. And something will resonate based on how I say it. And so the beauty of it is that we're all different, even though the message is the same. And we might be able to reach someone else that somebody else wouldn't get. We may not be for everybody. Um, and so that's kind of how I deal with that is that there are people that are going to like what I'm talking about and they're like, going to like how I say it. And there's people who aren't going to like how I say it and they're going to like the way somebody else says it. And so that's kind of how I, um, how I kind of finagle my way through, I guess that imposter syndrome or whatever that feeling is that like, I'm not going to be liked, or I'm doing something that somebody else is doing. It's like, yeah, but I'm doing it my way. So come along if you want. And if I'm not your cup of tea, find someone who is. <laughs> Keep walking. <laughs> uh, so what's behind the name Dr. Nurse? Where did you come up with that? Oh, so honestly, I was having, I think I was in my doctoral program and I was talking with someone who was considering being a nurse and he was really funny. He was kind of like a theatrical type. Um, he actually makes movies and he's just very, he's one of those people, you know, that's just like, yeah, I'm a nurse, but I also like to make like horror films on the side. And you're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, and so he, uh, he was asking me, he was like, yeah, I'm thinking about nursing school. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. I'm getting my doctorate in nursing. So you can tell I'm a fan. I'm in it, but like super deep. And he's like, yeah. Um, so wait, you're getting your doctorate. And he's like, so you're like a, what a doctor nurse. And I was like, yeah, I guess I am kind of a doctor nurse. And I never really thought about that. Um, and so when I was thinking about a podcast, I just thought I spent a lot of time getting my doctorate. So I'm a doctor nurse and I think I'm just going to name it that because we are, we're doctors, but we're also nurses. So we're doctor nurses. And so it literally is not any deeper than that. I wish it was some super deep thing. No, I love that. <laughs> um, <Literally it. laughs> yeah, and actually, you know, it's funny. I just want to, to mention this um, because you've talked about dreams and then you talked about some artistic people. And uh, just recently, you know, I, I've kind of revisited that aspect of um, like art and and what how um it is involved in with nursing and what we do in nursing. And I was recently um, suggested to read the book, The Artist Way, and it's by Julia something or other. It's, a, it's an older book, like 20 years or something, but it talks about um, everybody having some sort of artistic uh, desire within them um, that they need to find the creative outlet for. And it was absolutely fascinating when you talk about this guy who's in, um, who's doing films and then, you know, you talk about you creating what you're creating 
uh, and I'm, you know, really kind of looking to get back for myself to following a dream that I had of writing, uh, you know, writing has always been something that I've been very passionate about and kind of pushed it off to the side. And I'm just kind of wondering, um, you know, one, you got back to your dream of the OR, but do you have any um, creative flow aspect or dream that you have that this doctor nurse podcast really kind of um, manifest for you? Man, that's deep. It, was, it might be too big of a question, but no, I'll try and bring no, it in. Good. You're making me think. I like that. Um, okay. First of all, I think it's so cool that you want to write. And I, like I said, I, through my conversations with you repeatedly, um, I'd, I'd read a book that you would write because I, I definitely think that you've got very good things to say. So yeah, that would be my first little, you know, mention. Um, as far as the question you asked me, um, let me break it down and make sure I understand. So you're asking, what is it that I'm, what is, what is inside of me that I'm manifesting out with my podcast? Yes. Is that, is that what I'm saying? Okay, good. So, um, one of the things that I spent a lot of time when I had my son and, um, it was a pretty, pretty traumatic experience. Um, childbirth, um, is tough. So, um, when you spend some time alone and you've got the baby and you're thinking and you're like, you know, you're kind of by yourself because they don't talk back newsflash when they're super tiny, they don't talk back. So, um, <laughs> you're by yourself and you're have, you're just thinking about all these things and I'm reading all these books as I'm taking care of him. And I started wanting to, as I was reading all these very successful people, um, they, they talk about starting with an idea. That's what they talk about. They're like, oh, I just had this idea that I could do this. And then I just created this space all around it. And so, for example, like when they talk about like uh, Henry Ford and how they, he wanted to make some type of like, like car or something that he wanted to make with a car. It's, it's in one of the, um, I think it's Napoleon Hill. He talks about um, Henry Ford wanting to make a car. And I guess everyone around him kept telling him that he can't, they can't do it. Can't be done. Can't be done. And so he's like, yeah, I know, but it's just what I want. I want to, I want to do this. And so he was almost like dogmatically focused in on this dream, this idea. Um, and so they would, the, he sent the people off, like, just go do it. Ah, sends them off. So they, they go off and then they're like, still can't do it. And he's like, okay, just keep trying. And so he just keeps beating his head against the wall. And eventually they end up doing this thing that he has desired to, to make for cars. And I, I can't remember all the details. So please do not quote me or um, you know, keep it very, I'm generalizing what he was talking about. So they ended up going back and doing the thing that he had said, and it revolutionized the automobile business. Right. And so I just started realizing that this mindset of business and nursing, why don't more of us have that same focus? Why do we go from nursing school and directly plug and play right into the hospital? I'm like, why, why do we stop dreaming? Why do we stop wanting something like you said writing or whatever that is for you individually what is that thing that lights you up that even though you might be working as a nurse that dream never dies and there's this quote that says a salary is the price you pay to let your dreams die and I was like oh geez man that's powerful like what is that number that you have in your mind that makes you go all right, I'll let it go. I'll let my dreams go. And so my podcast is this manifestation of my soul and my heart of like, don't let your dreams die. Like 
whatever that is. And if it's to work in the hospital, let that be your dream. Like we're not gonna stop you from your dream. Like beautiful, go after that. But if it's not, if you do have the dream of writing, you could actually be a nurse writer. Do you know that that's like a job you can go get paid to do? Like, I didn't know that when I got out of school. And so that's kind of the manifest, the manifesting that I'm trying to do with the podcast. And I'm really hoping it's shining through is don't let go of your dreams. Look at this from a business aspect. Let me show you people that have gone off and done their dreams with this business mindset. Um, and yeah, let me be your guide into that world. So that's kind of what I'm manifesting. And I think it's stemming from this desire to not let go of your dreams and to not just settle for whatever the salary is in the hospital and being miserable. But I think nurses are waking up to this. I really do. As I'm looking around, I don't know. What do you think? Uh, no, I definitely think so. And, you, you know, I love what you just said. A salary is the price you pay to, to let your dreams die. Um, the other kind of um, take on that that I've read somewhere was something about like a steady paycheck being heroin. And it, it, it's, it's true. Like, um, you know, it's so easy to just stick with the paycheck. Um, and sometimes it's so necessary to have I mean, we all need a paycheck. Uh, there's a lot of comfort in having a paycheck and a, a, a known amount coming to you on a routine basis. Um, and, you know, not everybody's got two household incomes and not everybody, you know, can make the rent every month so that, that you know, there's variations of this, but um, it also doesn't have to that was when I used to, you know, you talked about getting fired from the GI job. Well, I was working for Walmart corporate headquarters as senior manager at a talent acquisition. And again, I guess not realizing that, you know, there was a certain bottom line number that I was never told what it was, but, you know, I was supposed to be meeting this metric and wasn't. So they chopped my, my job, but I would have gone on doing that for, you know, a while, not because I loved it, but because the money was so good. And it was so, it would have been impossible to give up, like not impossible, but it would have been, it, it was heroin for me. Like it was, um, I needed that income coming in so that I could buy things that I didn't need or want um, for some reason, <laughs> you know, yeah. like that was really important to me. Uh, and when I lost that job, it, it was a, a nice pivotal moment where I was like, all right, well, well now what? Now, now is the opportunity to, what is it that you really want that you've never been handed? Nobody's given you what you wanted. Um, nobody's even asked you what you wanted. You haven't even asked yourself what you wanted. Uh, and now's the time to think about it and do it. Yeah, well said. You haven't even asked yourself what you wanted. And that was one of the things, like, again, I had that moment, like when I was, again, like you said, when you were getting fired, it does kind of make you go like, whoa, holy smokes here. Okay, what are we doing? Like, is this... <laughs> am I doing my dream? I'm, 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 I'm getting, this is, again, I think that book who moved my cheese is really good because it talks about, you know, I'm eating the old stinky cheese, the, you know, the rat in the rat race kind of deal. And you're eating the old stinky cheese and then your cheese gets taken from you. And you're like, that cheese was bad. Like I can go find, find better cheese. And I, I was so content eating this bad cheese. And that's what I discovered when I went looking for jobs and they were like, so yeah, we got paying $50,000 more than what you were making. I was like, $50,000 more? What? <laughs> I thought, I thought I had it good. Like, are you serious? And so it was just, it was, a, it was a really good, like awakening. If he would have not fired me, I would have stayed there. I would have been like, thank you so much. Thank you so much for my job. Appreciate it. 
Um, and so I just wanted, I, I, again, going back to kind of the, the question and what I'm hopefully manifesting is just that I want nurses to see like their value and their worth and to realize like you've got so many options and if you're unhappy, it's time to roll. Yeah. Too short. Absolutely. So how do you find your podcast guest? So I know this is going to sound like totally like creepy, but I just, I find people on Instagram, social media, I stalk them and I just go like, you look really cool. Like, can I <laughs> interview you? <laughs> it's all about dreaming, Katie. It's all about dreaming. It. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the flattery <laughs> works a lot. <laughs> what was that? It's a flattery will get you will get you far actually <laughs> you look cool let's do a podcast I can see that yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah so I just I just look for people that look interesting I have certain like topics and things that I think like oh that looks like I didn't know that nurses could do that cool like let me get you on my podcast so yeah I have a school nurse that I want to talk to I've never talked to a person who I never like I knew I knew I had a school nurse when I was in school I never like talked to one. I never knew how you became one. So um, I reached out to some people that I literally type in school nurse and I just see who comes up and I just scroll through people's things. And I'm like, Hey, do you want to come on? And I've met some of the most amazing strangers. They're just, they come on and they talk to me and they just share their journeys. And it's like, every story is cool. Every story is different. And yeah. so, um, yeah, that's how I find them. So yeah, I need people to come on, talk, talk to me. If you got a cool job, come chat with me. Um, that's kind of what happened. Yeah, that, that's funny because like, um, I mean, it's one of the reasons that I started this podcast was because, you know, when I first started, I looked around and I'm like, oh, there's no nurses in business. And that's really a silly, naive thing to say. Of course, they're in business, but there is no like central hub. And I feel like that's what you're doing for, for nurses. Um, you know, that central hub, like you want to be an OR nurse, you don't have to spend two years in med surge, like because med surge is never going to prepare you to work in the OR. Like the skill set is completely different. Um, you actually have to unlearn everything that you learned in med surge to, to work in the OR. Um, but, or you want to be a school nurse. I, the options were med surge. That was it. That was the only option that we were ever given uh, to do. And I certainly started out in med surge as well. And all I wanted was ICU and, and drama and gore. That's what I wanted. Um, so, uh, yeah, but the putting your time in, so to speak, um, it is what you have to do. And I think your podcast is just going to open people's eyes to, um, one, it's med surge is not the only option Two, the range and depth of nursing is so much bigger and grander than we realize. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like your podcast does the same thing. I mean, you show nurses just getting after it all on their own, just going for whatever that business thing that they're wanting to create and design, um, which is why I love your podcast, because I feel like you are inspiring, again, finding that gap, finding that hole, finding that thing that's missing, and then you being that gap. Um, and nurses are really good at that. And so um, I think you've tapped into like a really good vein of um, information for people to, to, um, to learn from. So, so Sandra, what, what are we looking at next? Like what's coming up for you for 2022? Where do you see this going? Um, what is kind of like, do you have a big dream yet for what it could be, even if it seems really lofty or? You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. So my, my heart, and again, this, again, I'm dreaming. Okay, here we are, big dreams, okay? 
um, which you know, say in life, you have to be careful to tear your dreams too. But I'm just going to say it because I think once you put it out there in the world, hopefully something will grow. It'll be a seed that grows. So I really would like to have people come on and direct like topics to nurses to help them. So business, have somebody on that's like super good at um, business and they're like known in the business world, like Shark Tank. That'd be like one of the sharks on Shark Tank to come and talk to nurses about how to be more business savvy. That'd be really cool. Or having somebody come on and um, talk about how to go part-time. Like what's the best way to do that? How's, what's some of the tips and tricks to like go part-time? And again, I actually ended up reading a book to help me when I went, even though I didn't even use it. I just asked my boss, go part-time. And it was like, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, oh, okay. You don't want me to like show you my plan that I have like a, a good plan? No. He's like, no, it's fine. We, we don't want to lose you. So um, go ahead. <laughs> it was super simple. So I don't really know how helpful that would be if it's the same situation that I had. But um, that's some of the things I would like to do. I would like to keep showcasing nurses. That's really the heart of the podcast. And so I really want to keep that going. Um, but I think having some experts come on and like really um, share their knowledge about women being breadwinners, that's another thing that I don't think it's talked a lot about um, is women being the sole breadwinners, especially if you're a nurse or a nurse practitioner, you're making good money. And so you might be making decisions in your family like, well, we're not, my husband's not going to go back to work because I'm the one that's making the more money. And it's true. I mean, when you're making, you know, 150 a year, that's a lot of money. And so, um, yeah, sometimes, you know, the childcare aspect, their families just look different. And so I read a book um, by Jennifer Bartlett, I'm just putting that out there. Um, she wrote a book called Think Like a Breadwinner. And it's this fabulous book about women um, not just looking at their husbands as a mean to provide for them. Like, don't just look at your husband as like, you know, and I think culture kind of conditions women to think this way. Like you're going to get married and marry someone who's making more money than you so that he can provide for you because that's what you're supposed to do. And I love that, that quote by uh, Cher where she's like, her mom told her to marry a rich man. And she's like, mom, I am a rich man. And so um, I love that quote because it really does show that like we live in a world now where women can do well um, in their careers and they can, they can support their families. And so it might look different for you you're not weird like that's just the way it looks for you and so I would love for her to come on and and talk about you know women and being um independent like being breadwinners and thinking like a breadwinner so investing your money getting involved in you know bitcoin or you know real estate or all the different things that I don't think we get talked to directly about they're talking to people in general but it'd be really nice for those people to come on and talk to nurses directly I think that'd be really cool um so yeah, that's what I have. And then launching a YouTube channel in the beginning of the year. Um, that's going to be the next big goal. Um, I talked to um, uh, this podcaster, entrepreneur, her name is uh, Dr. Katie Harris. Oh, that's you. And she said that I should start a, a YouTube channel because I'm doing all this work and I should be recording it. And she's right. So um, yeah, that should be launching in the beginning of uh, 2022. And then again, just finding more guests, finding more interesting topics to talk about. Um, that's kind of where I see it going. Um, but again, you can be intentional and your steps get, you know, different ways. And so I'm open to anything. Yeah, um, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> um, awesome. So we have a lot to look forward to you and your podcast and the YouTube channel coming out and um, all these dreams coming to reality. And the more, like you said, you put it out there, the more people are like, 
oh, I've got an idea for Sandra. Um, you know, maybe I'll, I'll contact you and, and tell you. So where can people contact you and, and maybe even collaborate with you or get on your podcast? Yeah, so I'm pretty heavy on the gram, the Instagram. So Dr. Nurse Podcast, um, you can find me. My email is drnursepodcast at gmail.com. You can email me, super approachable. Um, I... Um, on LinkedIn, um, under my name, so you can find me, Sandra Pajanta, Dr. Sandra Pajanta, I'm on there, um, and I'm on, um, so sad story, my Facebook got hacked, and so I haven't restarted it, actually, because I'm a little overwhelmed with how much social media is going on, but my goal is to be on Facebook eventually, so hopefully I'll be able to knock that, maybe that'll be another goal for 2022, is to go ahead and start, start another Facebook um, group, and then, um, what did I say? Facebook, uh, LinkedIn, uh, email me, um, TikTok, TikTok. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm TikToking. Um, and so that's another place to find me is on TikTok. Um, and I'm on Twitter as well. I've tweet just every once in a while, something that might come across my mind. I'll just put it out there. I feel very Taylor Swift when I do that. Like <laughs> I just like write something down. I'm just like, okay, share it with the world, you know? So that's kind of, <laughs> Kind of where I put some stuff down is on Twitter. So yeah, I'm just doing all the things. I'm tweeting, I'm TikToking, I'm I'm gramming. <laughs> it's exactly really awesome. it's and podcasting. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Um, all right, awesome. So if you guys uh, are interested in being on the Doctor Nurse podcast, definitely contact Sandra. And um, yeah, thank you so much for being on our show today. Thanks for having me, Katie. It's always a pleasure.